I've watched you all work. So I've had a front row seat to how you build a program, how you develop coaches, how you create the culture. Can you expound a little bit on what you do to be successful in those areas? Well, I think one of the most important characteristics you have to have to be a good leader is your modeling because people look at more, they look more at what you do than what you say. Absolutely. You know, we all talk a good game, but uh, the characteristics that you carry every day, I think speaks more volume than anything that you can say. Like being the first one on the job, uh, being upfront and honest, uh, being able to uh, sacrifice for the good of everyone else. Uh, I think the most important thing is, and I tell people all the time, you have to be the type of person that's willing to make sacrifices for the good of everyone else. And when you're able to do that, that sets a standard for the other people that follow you to do the right thing. Yeah. Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Smith, and I'm superintendent of Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. Hello, my name is Mark Smith, and I am superintendent in Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast. This podcast is centered on leadership, and so leadership matters. I always believe that everything rises or falls based on the leader. So to have any sustained success that leads to productivity, the leader has to be super intentional. I am so excited today about my guest. They indeed are super intentional leaders. I've got coach Reginald Samples, who is the head football coach at Duncanville High School. And then I have Coach David Peavy, who is the head basketball coach uh, at Duncanville High School. And I think you might agree, they probably know a little bit about leadership and a little bit about winning. I don't know, but they may know a little bit about winning. Uh, coach, welcome to my podcast. Um, as I think about the opportunity that I had to come into Duncanville and take leadership of this awesome district. One of the things that I heard about was the awesome athletic programs that Duncanville has in our school district. It's one thing to hear about it. It's another thing to live it and actually see the work. Coach, how long have you been in Duncanville and what has the transition been like for you as you started your program and where it is now? Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Smith. Uh, I've actually been at Duncanville for seven years. This is ending my seventh football career. Uh, the transition has been great. Uh, I was a, the head of a successful program in Dallas at Dallas Skyline before I came to Duncanville. But uh, I knew that I was ending my career, and one of the things that always was a hindrance was the fact that there were certain facilities and things that go along with having a successful program that I just didn't have at my availability in the school district mm -hmm. that I was in. And when I got the job at Duncanville, uh, just everything about Duncanville 
from the very first day that I arrived, the support, the facilities, uh, just the demographics of the program, everything pointed to the fact that it was going to allow me to reach the goals that I had mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, when we first met uh, back six years ago now, um, that was the season that um, you you had uh, two of your athletes that came from another school district, and they were willing to sacrifice, you know, their varsity year in order to be here in Duncanville. And so when I think about that sacrifice, I think about kids wouldn't do that for just anybody. So there's something about you that attracts our young people, and I wonder what that is. What do, what do you call that? Well, one of the things that I do when I first meet people, and for me it's all about, uh, like you say, the leadership. And the people who lead the kids are their parents. So the first thing that I try to do when I meet young people is establish a great rapport with the parents of our young people mm -hmm. because I think that is the most important factor when you're dealing with a young person is their, their parenting and the person that mm -hmm. has control of their life. And one of my goals and one of the things that I try to live by is that I tell parents that I'm going to treat their young child as if he's my own. Absolutely. And I think that means a whole lot because as a parent, uh, and I've had, I have three athletes in my family, that means the world to me when someone says to me that they're going to treat my child like their own child. Yeah. Coach Peavy, in a similar way, coming into Duncanville ISD, uh, I remember uh, when we first met and we talked about the possibility of you being the basketball coach here in Duncanville, uh, as you reflect back on that time where you started your program, where it is now, uh, what have you learned and what has that transition been like? Uh, what have I learned? I've learned a whole lot. I learned that uh, you, you're true to your word. You know, uh, we, we are having the success that we're having because uh, greatly in part by because of the things that you have done to support us. Um, and put things in place for us to be successful. Um, transition has been great. You know, we've done a, a lot of winning, um, but a lot has, has had to happen for, for that to occur. Um, to piggyback off of what Coach Samples just said, you know, <clears throat> the parents, parents are mm -hmm. a huge, huge factor in, in our success um, in getting the buy-in. Um, and I think what we do in our program that uh, it is, is special is we're very, very honest, mm -hmm. very honest with our players, very honest with our parents, and they appreciate that. Um, and, and it helps with our buy-in. Yeah. Uh, kids go home, and, and the parents are on the same page as us. Yeah. So, so it, 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 uh, it helps everybody. Yeah. You know, I've been so looking forward to unpacking this next topic with you all. The perception out there is that it is easy to coach in Duncanville because you have all of this talent. Now, we all know that's not the case, but that is the perception. How many times have we seen these great assembly of teams with all of these all-stars and they never reach their potential? Because just like leadership matters, coaching matters. So... How do you how do you handle that perception? What would you say to 
other leaders and aspiring coaches that think it's easy because all they see is the outcome. They see you being the winningest African-American head football coach in UIL. They see the outcome of you winning state championships and going over and over again. But there's a lot that happens between that point and where you are. So what do you say to those that say, you know, it's easy to win in Duncanville? Well, I say what I say uh, about anything else in life. The hardest thing is, is to not mess up something good. Yes. And people don't understand. That becomes a big issue. Also, what I think a lot of people don't understand uh, is that we do have talent. But another thing that they don't understand is, like anything else, we get these young people and they're in the ninth grade. And they're like anything else. They have to be developed. And a lot of times people don't want to give you credit for the development process that takes place. Absolutely. It's just like a student in, uh, in academics. You get some good, well-rounded students. But by the time they get to be a senior and they're an engineer going to MIT or Yale, mm -hmm. there is a development process that's gone on Absolutely. on those lower levels to get them to where they are. So I think that's a big misconception. And then I think the last part that really becomes hard, especially nowadays, is the fact that the most talented kids normally have the largest egos. Mm -hmm. And ego is something that it really takes someone who has some expertise and has some knowledge and leadership to deal with and keep them on a level path. Absolutely. Well, that's powerful. You know, you, you heard that those that are aspiring to coach and lead uh, development and the emphasis on developing and managing personalities. That is awesome takeaway. Coach Peavy, this whole notion that it is easy to coach in Duncanville because you have a lot of talent. What would you say to that? Same thing Coach, coach uh, Samples just said. We have a lot of talent. Um, but it, it, it gets frustrating and it's kind of a, of a slap in the face when people say things like that because we know how hard our kids have to work to become as good as they are. Um, they see the end product. They see the end product. But like this year, we had Davion Sykes, unbelievable kid, um, great student, uh, but he had to get where he is now. He's one of the best players in the state, but nobody saw that coming except for us. You know, we knew what we had, and we knew if the kid continued to work as hard as he as he did, that he had a chance to be as good as he became. Um, but but you know, people see the end product and say, "Well, he's supposed to win with that." Um, you know, we've got a lot of kids that can really play, but um, it takes a special kid. To be in our program. Yeah. It takes a special kid. Um, we just had the NFL draft. And we saw names being called and kids getting opportunities, young adults getting opportunities to go to the NFL. But you all have been in coaching a long time. Not everybody is going to be able to go to the NBA. Not everybody's going to be able to go to the NFL. What conversations do you have with your young athletes to help them understand the bigger picture? Well, I, I think the most important thing, and it's very hard now because, you know, you have to compare that, your statement, the NFL, as compared to a coach or a superintendent 
or the leader of a corporation, regardless to how successful either one of those are, our young people put those highlighted positions like NFL mm -hmm. uh, in a certain category. Yes. One of the things that, you know, that we try to do is we talk about character and we talk about being a successful contributor to the community and making them understand that the percentages mm -hmm. of people on that NFL draft mm -hmm. are very low. Absolutely. Very low. So what 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 is the other ninety eight percent of the people in the population going to do? That is the those are the young people that we have, and that becomes very hard. But you know, it takes an all out effort to explain to them and make mm -hmm. them understand that more than likely you're going to be part of the other ninety eight percent, not that two percent that you see on the NFL Absolutely. draft. Absolutely, Coach Peavy, you have had uh, athletes come through your program that have declared for the NBA early and and maybe experiencing some of the hard knocks and the journey to get there. Uh, what would you say about that same question as you think about the kids and their focus to get to that NBA, but the reality is not very many are going to make it there. Right. Um, <clears throat> we actually embrace the, uh, th those goals. You know, we want them to set the, the bar as high as possible, but, we, but we're very honest. We show them. We, we talk about Jemias Ramsey. Who, who who played here my first year, um, who has played in the NBA. Um, I think he's played maybe 30 games in the NBA so far. And and how hard it is. And he's just he's hanging on right now to stay in the NBA and, uh, and to get another contract. And these guys remember how talented Jemias Ramsey was. So what we talk about is checking as many of the boxes as possible. Just keep on checking boxes with your character, with your with your effort, with your citizenship, with doing so many things right. And then if you don't make it, you're still in a really good situation in life. Um, and we talk about creating habits necessary to be successful and 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 setting goals and fighting to, to achieve those goals. And even if you don't get to that main one, you're still in a really good spot. You know, coaching, there are so many leadership principles that are applicable to any field uh, from coaching. We often always quote coaches. I often quote uh, Bill Parcells when he says, you are what your record says you are. And there are so many uh, cliche statements and quotes that I use as a leader um, but the work of leadership is you have to be super intentional about that. I've watched you all work. So I've had a front row seat to how you build a program, how you develop coaches, how you create the culture. Can you expound a little bit on what you do to be successful in those areas? Well, I think one of the most important characteristics do you have to have to be a good leader is your modeling because people look at more they look more at what you do than what you say absolutely you know we all talk a good game but uh the characteristics that you carry every day i think speaks more volume than anything that you can say like being the first one on the job uh being upfront and honest uh being able to uh, sacrifice 
for the good of everyone else. Uh, I think the most important thing is, and I tell people all the time, you have to be the type of person that's willing to make sacrifices for the good of everyone else. And when you're able to do that, that sets a standard for the other people that follow you to do the right thing. Yeah. Coach Peavy, what are your thoughts um, on that? Um, I, I mean, he everything er, everything he said is, I mean, we, we try to apply to, to what we do. And, uh, you know, one, one other thing that I <clears throat> have, I think I've gotten pretty good at, um, is training other leaders. Mm -hmm. So I tried to do everything on my own for so long. And I, I learned that I can touch these guys a lot better if I have more help. So I give my, my assistant coaches a lot of leeway and leadership mm -hmm. and jobs. Mm -hmm. um, got, got one that's in, in charge of all the strength conditioning. So he's got a voice and he gets to lead those kids in, in, in different ways. I've got one that's all over all academics. I've got one. So every player that comes through our program has contact with every coach yeah. and we all get to lead and it's just so much more effective. Yeah. So, you know, you think about the leadership pipeline. You know, I think about myself as superintendent. I've been so blessed and fortunate to have people that I've hired here in Duncanville and been able to help them to go, and now they're, they're superintendents and about to be superintendents. That's a really great feeling, but also it's a challenge to reload. Coach Samples, in the last several years, you've had coaches, they want to come under your leadership, but then you develop them and they get their opportunities and you're starting over every year with people in key leadership roles. Coach Peavy, the same is, has happened under your leadership. So for those who are aspiring to be effective leaders and coaches as you are, how do you manage really having to start over every single year? Well, Coach Peavy uh, really hit the nail on the head. Uh, what you have to do is you have to delegate. And I think through delegation, uh, that's actually how those coaches under you are able to go on mm -hmm. and get jobs and be successful on their own. Mm -hmm. I can say this, it's, it's very hard. Yes. And I think that one aspect of coaching probably tests you more than anything else. Uh, I was speaking uh, before I came in to the fact that on last year, I lost nine coaches in one year. That was wow. half of half of my staff. Absolutely. I've had six head coaches to get jobs in the last two years from mm -hmm. Duncanville High School. It makes it very difficult because more than anything else, you feel for the kids. Right. Because the kids, they get to know you. They trust you. They, uh, they believe in you. And then... Here it goes, then you're having to introduce them into a whole new set of people. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that becomes paramount is that they have to trust the leader. Right. Because they have to know that I care enough about them that I'm not going to bring anybody before them as a leader unless it's someone 
that has the same beliefs and characteristics mm. that I have. Yeah, that's awesome. Trust is a key part of leadership. Coach Peavy. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of that. And, and then it's, it's mixed emotions. You know, he, he said he feels bad for the kids, but you're so happy for your coach. Um, and then it, it allows those those kids to see, man, you got some talented coaches here. Right. You know, you got some some guys that are head coach quality that are that are coaching you. And, and we've got a staff full of them. Yes. Um, you know, I lost I lost a, a good one a couple of years ago and and he's gone on and had a lot of success. Um, and then but but how hard is it? it it's, it's difficult. But at the same time we're to the point where the program kind of runs itself. You know, the, the kid, the, there's some expectations with our staff, with our players. Um, and, you know, we, we just keep it rolling and we just, when we bring somebody new on, we, we, we all collectively teach them what it is to be yeah. at Duncanville. You know, as a superintendent, I realize how important it is to do everything I can to set you all up for success because it has such a large impact on many, many areas of the of the school district and really our success. And so is there something that you would say to others that are listening from a leadership standpoint about the partnership with leadership and how to make that successful? What things do you do in terms of how we manage our relationship so that I understand what you need? And I can assist you in ways to help put you in a position to be successful. That, to me, is one of the unique things about Duncanville uh, that I believe is one of the major factors in us being successful. But I'd be curious from your perspective what you think about that. Well, it, it, to me, it goes back to two of the things that uh, I talk about are you know, losing all those people, I have new people to come in. And one of the first questions I ask them is that, listen, when we swap, if we swapped roles and you were interviewing me, what would be the most important characteristics that you would want me to have coming into your program? And that's the way I look at it working for you as a superintendent. And to me, it's a no-brainer. The two things are loyalty and trust. Uh, you know, those are two things that I cannot do without in working with people. I have to have people that are loyal to our, our program, Absolutely. loyal to everyone. And then I have to have people that I trust because just like Coach Peavy says, we're going to tr turn over a lot of responsibilities to you. This morning I'm here doing the podcast. Well, Duncanville's football program is, hasn't stopped because I'm over here doing the, the podcast. So I have to trust the fact that, I can be gone. I can be doing anything that you ask me to do. And the program is going on because I trust the people that are there in my place. Yes. Loyalty and trust. Powerful nuggets for leaders. And, and you know, the biggest piece I think that we have is communication. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you make it clear what your vision is. And and we get on the same page and then you do everything you can uh, in your power to, to support us in, in reaching all of our goals. And um, it's been special. You know, I think I've told you on several occasions yes. <laughs> that, you know, I've been teaching and coaching since 1996 and you're the only superintendent I've ever had a relationship with. And it's not just me. Um, you're accessible to our players. Our players see you all the time at our games, sitting in the front row. Um, 
they 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 have a relationship with you um and they know how <clears throat> how much uh you value what they do and it means a lot to them and they take pride yeah. in representing our community and our school uh because of the support that they're they're giving yeah that is powerful uh but you all touched on it uh it's just understanding the people um you know, one of the things that I think about is leadership. What ranks high is loyalty. People have to believe and trust the leader uh, in order for them to do their best. And so, you know, that's even research based. And so it's amazing that things that are so simple, but yet have such a powerful impact. And you all do that exceptionally well. Um, the expectations of being Coach Samples and being Coach Peavy, the expectations of being in a state championship game every year, the expectations of getting to San Antonio every year. Gosh, what I, I just can only imagine what that must feel like. Um, and only you can describe it for us and any other leader. How do you manage such high expectations? It's not hard at all. Um, I tell people all the time, Nobody can put any higher expectation on me that I put on myself. That's just that's why that's what I expect of myself. That's the level and that's the goal that we set every year. If it's not the championship, then we did, we we weren't successful. So uh, it, it's not hard at all. I I wouldn't set a second place goal. That's just not in my makeup. And I'd like to say something to your other to topic just before, just the kind of things that I talk about sometimes with people when they ask me about your leadership and, you know, what goes on at Duncanville High School. I, I express one thing to people, and, and I, I tell people all the time, I've been a head coach 30 years. And probably over 20 of those years, I was a head coach in different areas. And in 20 years – You've been the first superintendent in 20 years that I've been able to talk to on a cell phone. That You don't know how important that is when it comes to concerns and issues and things that are pertinent to success and problem solving. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say that because um, I think that has to do with your leadership and it's something that as a leader myself that I've taken on because one of the things sometimes we're not careful enough is we don't make ourselves available. Absolutely. And you have to make yourself available to people. And I tell my parents all the time, if you call me, if I'm not somewhere where I just can't call you back, I'm going to respond because yeah. you are important. Yeah. That is so powerful, being available for leaders, being available. Managing expectations. We expect you to get there yeah. every year. That's hard to do. How do you manage that? Um, it, we, 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 we talk about it and we live it every day. You know, we don't get there by accident. Um, everything we do is intentional. Uh, but, you know, and we take everybody's best shot around the country. You know, this is not a local thing. We're all over the country and everywhere we go, um, we're the ones everybody's coming after. Yeah. Um, our guys know what the expectations are. We, you know, and it's, we talk, we have to win state championships. That's it. 
You know, we have to win state championships and uh, we really don't even celebrate a whole lot of anything else. Um, I was just sitting here thinking while Coach mm-hmm. Samples was talking, we celebrated three times this year. You know, when we, we uh, Eric Demings hit a game winning shot against Montverde on, on ESPN uh, to become number one in the country. Uh, early on in the season, um, and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Beating the Montverde team, who beat us by 30 just two years ago, um, you know, that was a big deal for our program. And then uh, we celebrate when we make it to state, and then we celebrate that last, you know, it, where, where I get Absolutely. doused with, with a, a bucket full of water in Absolutely. the locker room. Um, and that's tough. You know, that, that part is tough, not being able to celebrate like everybody else. You know, we, we, we see on social media guys cutting down nets to win mm-hmm. a district championship. That's, that's, you know, that's not what we're here for. Mm-hmm. You know, our guys, um, they all have very lofty goals, mm-hmm. you know, and, and one of them is winning the state championship. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but this stuff we, we work on and talk about every day. Absolutely. So we've we've talked about the challenges of, of working with the young athletes today, um, coaches having to develop and reset as they go on to accomplish their goals, but also managing the expectations of parents, parents who see their kid walking across that stage being drafted in the NBA. Some might have some unreasonable uh, expectations. And you have to you have to tell them that and have that conversation. It's a how have you seen the role of the parent change over the years? And then especially with social media and that whole presence and kids being able to put their own name and brand out there. uh, That's got to be a a tough thing to manage. I'm curious how you how do you manage the, the parent piece? Well, first of all, you were exactly right. Social media has made our job very difficult. Yeah. And um, I talk to college coaches every day, and uh, my whole deal with parents is one thing. It's, it's, it's only one thing, is honesty. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not smart enough to remember telling a lie. Mm-hmm. So I know this. As long as I tell the truth and it's what I believe in, then I can live on that. And I think that people can see in you sincerity when you tell them the truth and when you tell them what you really believe. Absolutely. We're not we're not magicians or you know, we're gonna be right and we're gonna be wrong sometime. But at the end of the day, if we're just down home honest, I think that takes care of most things. Yeah. Coach, how how do you manage the the expectations of the parent? Um, honesty. You know, that's the best way of doing it. And it really is the only thing that works. Um, and it's not always easy. It's, well, it's never easy. You know, um, people don't handle the truth very well, but um, it, 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 it solves a lot of problems or it keeps you out of a lot of trouble if you're honest. Um, and I tell my young coaches all the time, you got to understand you can't make all of them happy. You're not going to. Um, every parent wants their child and the and the and the best four players to start mm-hmm. it's what they want it doesn't matter how good or bad their kid is they want their kid to start no matter what they want the four best players and their kid and and hopefully their kid is one of the be- one right. of the best right. but no matter what they want to see their baby play right. 
Um, so, so managing expectations on what they're, what the it, it's, you, you can't, right. you know, you can't, you just got to be honest and you got to do what's best for everyone, uh, the best that you can. And then well, I think one thing we do mm-hmm. better than, than most, mm-hmm. we apologize when we're wrong. Right. You know, that, that, that goes a long way. You know, I've, I've had to talk to call parents the next morning and say, Hey, I just watched the film. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. You know, your kids should have played more. That means a lot to them. Right. You know, it, you know, because they're they're mad. You know, most of the times they they see, and, and parents watch their kid. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to watch everything. And when I go back and watch the film, and I say, man, we were wrong on that one. Yeah. We were wrong on that one. And we have uh, meetings with my staff all the time. Like, hey, right. man, we got to do better. Right. You know, we got to do better. These, this kid should play more. This kid played way too much. Um, and then when we're wrong, apologize. Right. You know, one of the things that I admire about both of you is that you treat the five-star athlete no different than the two-star athlete. And, uh, not many coaches really do that. The other thing that I admire is how you set them up for success. What a lot of people don't know over the years that I've been here, you've had a number of academic All-Americans. So can you touch on that last piece as we begin to wrap things up? Well, I, I think uh, uh, the most important thing is making the young people understand what's important about an education mm-hmm. and where it relates as it compares to athletics. And that solves everything uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, we have rules in place that you know if you don't pass you don't play mm-hmm. uh if you don't set if you don't meet a certain certain standard no matter how talented you are uh you're not going to college unless you pass the college interest test so that one of our jobs is to make them understand that those pieces are in place for a reason and as a young person you become successful when you understand where those pieces fit in your success and in your life. And I think that's one of our roles is just, you know, and you have to make those sacrifices. There, there, there has to be times where you make them sacrifice athletics for academics. Absolutely. So that they understand the importance of academics. And I think that's an important piece for any coach. Absolutely. What What are your thoughts, Coach Peavy? Um, I'll go first on uh, on coaching the five star harder. I mean, if you ask anybody in our program, they get it worse. I mean, they they get coached harder than anybody. Um, if you can coach the five star athlete hard, you can coach all of them. You know, you, you nobody can say um, that that we show favorites uh, to our five star mm-hmm. athletes. Mm-hmm. They get it tough. Um, and, and that keeps us going. And and we get very passionate about uh, I make it a goal to help others achieve their goals. Right. So that five star athlete has some real high goals. And if they're not if they're not doing what they need to be doing, then uh, they're, they're going to hear about it. Absolutely. Um, as far as the academic piece, it, it, that's just part of that's part of our, our culture. Um, we compete, you know, and we talk about being the best at everything you do or in doing your best. You know, if you get beat, it's because you got beat by somebody that was better. Right. 
and uh, and we're still trying to win, and that's everywhere in life. Right. Um, and 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 we talk about how competitive this life is. This Absolutely. this outside these doors is super competitive. So if you can create habits of competing at everything, then you will you'll do much better in life. Yeah. Um, we don't make C's. You know, that's just not even. I like it, that. It, we. It, I, I just feel like if if you do what you're supposed to do. There, you you find a way. Absolutely. You find a way, Absolutely. and uh, there are no C's. And when guys know that, m- most of the time they got all A's. Absolutely. And we we have a bunch of those. That is powerful. Um, if you are a coach out there, there are so many nuggets that you all have provided that can help any coach who aspires to be successful and have the longevity that you all have had. They can take that. They can put it in their repertoire of how they do their business and they're going to get better. And then if there are parents, the parents that are going to be watching this podcast, how can you not want your student to be in Duncanville and to play for head coaches who create an environment for your young people to be successful, not only athletically, but academically. It is an honor to be on the same team with you all. I learned so much about leadership reinforces things that um, I prioritize in my own leadership. So thank you for being on the podcast today and sharing your wisdom. My name is Mark Smith. I am superintendent of Duncanville ISD and leadership matters. As you heard here today, everything rises or falls based on leadership. You can see why we are rising in Duncanville because of the leadership. These two coaches are super intentional about the work that they do, and we are all the beneficiaries of it. So thank you, Coach, for sharing. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Super Intentional with Dr. Mark Smith. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on audio platforms, be sure to subscribe and rate the episodes. Follow us on all social media platforms.